you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Intelligent system analytic computer is activated. All ISAT systems are confirmed online. Data scanned. Downloading files. What's up, guys? You're listening to episode 55 of Sitrep Radio, giving you the news and other happenings in the world of The Division. Uh, this week, we have a special guest who joined us over the past week to discuss survival and minor changes that could be made to the mode that we would all that will possibly be want. That will be made. Uh, but first, my name is Mike, and as you've just heard, one of my co-hosts, Roberts. Hello. And Luke. Hello. And what have we been up to this week, guys? Um, Roberts. I've, Roberts. I've, I haven't... I played Destiny on Tuesday, but I did one raid, so... Um, and then we all, like, dispersed. Our, our raid team just, like, went... Right, we're all going. Well, some of them went to bed. Some of them went and played Overwatch. Me, and some of them just like went and played Iron Banner. Is that why you've been in a bad mood this week? No, it's just. Do, do you, have you not quite hit your destiny level for the week yet? No, it's just destiny's just a bit boring and poo now. <laughs> Somebody clip that right now. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I've, I'm done. I, yes. want, I, I want the new game now. <laughs> Um, D- Destiny has finally killed Rob. Thank um, fuck for that. I have been playing Division this week as well. I've been like doing quite a lot of Last Stand. Hang on a minute. Who, who are you, and what have you done with Rob? Because <laughs> um, like when Last Stand came out, I didn't really play it that much. I'm like really getting into it now. Although it is lots of um, sequels everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. But it's good fun. I'm loving it. Just trying out new builds. Whereabouts are they? Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Echo, echo, echo. Um, yeah, and we played Overwatch, which we discovered 3v3s, which is like playing trials without sweating your balls off. It's awesome. See, I don't know much about trials, so I can't really get the reference, but I really enjoyed the 3v3s that we did in, in Overwatch. That was really yeah. good fun. Um, so I've played a bit of Overwatch this week. Um, I've not played any Destiny this week, which will come as a surprise to no one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, lo- lots of Division. Um, I tried streaming Survival twice this week. That How'd that go? Didn't, no, it didn't go very well. That didn't go very <laughs> well at all. <laughs> I think I, know, I extracted once out of five, which is dreadful. The first time you tried to stream, I started watching you, and then like 20 minutes later, you switched off again. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't going very well. <laughs> I don't think I made it like more than, well, li- literally more than 10 minutes. It, w- it was dreadful. The cold killed me once. A load of red bar NPCs killed me another time. And then the third time, with- within 20 minutes still, the third time I ran straight for a landmark and just got absolutely mullered. So yeah, that, that was that was dreadful. But one of the times I managed to extract, so I, I did a successful stream. Yay! Yay, Mike, did you do some survival? <laughs> I did some survival this week. Uh, did you get on better than me? Because I, I suck at it, apparently. I failed one run where I was streaming, 
pretty much within the first 20 minutes. <laughs> All I was getting was like materials and shit like that. And then the another run I did during the week was uh, <laughs> was really good, and I managed to get out. But you guys, I know Luke, you watched it, the end of it anyway. Yeah. Um, I basically, I went to craft the fly gun. It said it was crafted. I was like, cool, don't need that. I'll make a weapon. Got to the extraction point, and then it was like, you have no fly gun. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, <laughs> what the hell? Um, so then I basically just headed to some extraction where two guys were trying to extract and um, basically screwed up their extraction for them. So two guys, one extraction then, yeah? Two guys, one extraction. But there was, a, if anybody wants to go back, go check the footage because there was like one bit where some guy was taking down like a named boss in the open area and he was he was taking him down and I finished him off, I ran in there, stole the stuff and got out of there and he was like, Hey, I was like, <laughs> fist bump, <laughs> laughed to myself, and ran out of there as quick as I could. So it was funny as hell. Yeah, so we've been playing a little bit of Overwatch this week, haven't we, guys? Uh, we've been playing 3v3s, which have been a lot of fun. Um, I know myself, Luke, and Rob jumped in that this week, and we were killing it with an awesome team, didn't we? Yeah. I did something that I don't do in the division. I played a healer. It's kind of fun. Oh yeah, in Overwatch. Sorry, threw me for a second. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Zenyata, is it? Yeah. The, yeah, you. The floaty honest, guy. Dude, you, you're freaking awesome as a healer in that game, which yeah. I'm quite surprised at because I know that's not your thing. No, I have some in the division. Yeah, some, I know you're normal. You had some clutch kills as well with Zenyata. If I remember rightly. Not quite as good as your preemptive. Um, Kills with the flying girl, whose name eludes me completely Farrah. at the moment. Farah, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, so the character uh, I use for listeners out there wanting to pick that up. What what was everybody's main character? I would have said mine's probably Orissa. Um, mine's probably the same to be honest, because it's like tanky and DPS at the same time, isn't it? But I, I am getting into Zenyata the last couple of nights, so that's that's been different and fun at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I Rob. just I just use Farah because it's like playing awesome. Destiny. And yeah, I just want to give a very quick shout out to Brad, our good friend Brad, and Adelon Fox for keeping me entertained till Luch joined me halfway through the week by singing Backstreet Boys, Boys or some shit, whatever the hell they were singing. And uh, yeah, yeah, those those two owe me a sing song because they refused to sing it after I turned up for some reason. I, I, I don't know if I'm like the Simon Cowell of our little gaming community or what, but they, they wouldn't know. sing for me. <clears throat> I can imagine it probably sounded what a Japanese karaoke bar sounds like after a nice day at work. It's not That's something I frequent, yet. to be honest. Anyway, enough about what we've been up to this week. We had a little bit of news. State of the game. Yeah, so Rob, what's been happening in the state of the game this week? Uh, they closed the PTS. They got really good feedback off of it. Um, they managed to implement the inventory expansion without any major bugs, I think. So that's going to be implemented in 1.6.1, which is awesome. awesome news. Yes, I think everyone's happy with that 120 backpack space being mm. added into the game. As well as, you know, the one thing that I think possibly forgotten about a little bit i can't believe get my words out loadouts loadouts dude yeah very soon uh and speaking of very soon uh they've basically said the update 
6.1 will be dropping hopefully still at the end of May. Uh, my guess at the minute is probably going to be about the 23rd or the 30th of May, which is approximately just over two weeks from now. That's, what, two and a half weeks? Just under two and a half weeks? All depends on Sony. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, they will be spending a couple of days just finalising what the build is for 1.6.1, uh, adding a few extra bits in there, I think. And uh, if everything goes well, we'll have that by the end of the May. If not, I'm guessing first week of June. Okay. What's been happening in the world of the ETF, Luke? So the emails for the successful applicants got sent out, what, 10, 15 minutes before State of the Game went live. Um, Hamish and Yannick confirmed that 12 people had been invited for ETF3 or ETF Charlie, whichever way you want to word it. Um, they were only emailing the successful people. So if you haven't had an email, you, you're not invited. Sorry. Um, surveys and daily updates are going to be out for the general public. Uh, a little bit more transparency for what is going on this time around as opposed to previous versions. Um, for some reason, there were people in the state of the game chat asking to stream the ETF meetings, which is ridiculous because like they're under NDA anyway, that, that was never going to happen. But yeah, they, they came out and said directly that they can't do that. There will be no streaming of ETF meetings or, or game sessions or any of that sort of stuff, which comes as a surprise to no one really. Um, there will be no state of the game during the week of the ETF, which was the first week in June, was it? I can't remember what they said the date. No, no, it's the 23rd onwards, it? isn't it? Yeah, 23rd onwards. Right, so okay. R- rough, and uh, they also said... I remember right. So it'll be 25th, won't be a stay here. Yeah, I was just thinking, uh, back to my guess of the 23rd, it's not going to be dropping on the 23rd. I think they said that actually on the State of the Game, that it, the update won't be live. No, they said it, the it, could. it could. It could be. Yeah. All right, okay. All right, so okay. Def- definitely not the 16th, because that's like next Tuesday, so that gives like two days for certification, which again is ridiculous. Um, so it could be 23rd, could be 30th. Because but- it's always on a Tuesday, don't you? Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I think Sony will want more than a week to certify it anyway. Won't they? they have done for all previous updates, yeah. so I can't see why this won't be any any different or anything special. Um, yeah. Again, Hamish and Yannick did uh, reiterate that members of ETF Alpha and ETF Bravo will be involved in the discussions, but won't actually be present at the ETF itself, which was the same for ETF Bravo. ETF Alpha didn't get invited to that one either. So that's, again, nothing new. It's just reiterating the same thing have, for people that they might have, have a forgot. forum or something don't they i think they secret, do yeah to be honest secret secret forum uh but it, yeah um sorry go on i was just going to say it's good that they're keeping everybody involved but again i think it's good that the particular people that get chosen for the specific etfs are the only ones that get to like be involved at the, that time and then obviously get feedback from the other etf members afterwards but that's just my opinion no that's good man uh yeah unfortunately uh, nobody from Team Setrat will be going to this ETF, unfortunately. Um, however, a member of our community that we, you know, part of the DCW community and all that, will be going. Who's going, Luke? A uh, friend of the show, Riley or Taylor. Woo! All the woos. He was on the, the show. Eh? I missed it. He was yeah. on the show, yeah. Previous guest. Way back in to get back episode, on. F- episode 40, I think. Yeah. Way um, back. And basically to help out, I'm guessing, with 1.7 and 1.8, uh, 
uh, and probably the ETF. They've been sending out some surveys this week, haven't they, Rob? Oh, yeah, the Dark Zone survey. I filled out today. Um, it'll be closed when... It'll probably be closed by the time this goes out. Um, so if you haven't done it already, tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I gave massive another great idea in my, in my, um, survey. Hopefully that'll get implemented. I'm not going to tell anyone what it is. Did you sign it? I was going to wait until it's from you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, they're not going to listen, are they? If they know it's not from Cigarette Rob, they're just going to be like, well, that's rubbish. Yeah, I did I did sign off. Good lad. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know they love us over at Massive, so yeah, clearly. I, no they, doubt clearly they that do. will that's be. That's why we all got in- invitations to the ETF. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I will put a link to that in the show notes, hopefully. So hopefully if that is still... It might still be, be open. To. Did you, yeah, did you fill it out, Mike? <clears throat> Yeah, I did. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, I That's did. I was going to ask Rob what his idea was, but since he's, he was so fresh to it. But, <laughs> I mean, uh, I can, but no, 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 no. Let's, you, let's see if it gets implemented. Got, and I'll, then save it, I'll save it for a future episode. Hold on, hold on. But if you don't put it on visual, visual medium, audio medium, you've not technically got it recorded, have you? Yeah. It's recorded in my head. It's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's news for this week. Anyone that watched the State of the Game today, it was, what, 10, 15 minutes? Very short. Yes. But uh, yeah. As they're all kind of ramping down for update 1.6.1, I guess. Um, anyway, enough about this week's news. Uh, we actually had the chance to sit down with somebody pretty awesome. Um, somebody who I think is a big part of a lot of the videos that like we've watched and things like that. And... Uh, we had the awesome Arex, who was really awesome. To, I keep saying the word awesome, but he, to awesome honest, he was Arex really, was really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> awesome Arex. We're just calling from that that from now on. Um, but yeah, it was really good to have him on um, and have like a huge discussion about um, survival and changes that we'd all like to come in year two. Uh, that being the case, uh, we won't keep you much longer. Robert, would you like to do the honours for introing this week's episode or interview, should I say? Um, wh- why are you doing this to me? Um, I do this to you all the time. <laughs> here's um, here's our interview with Alex. Uh, enjoy with a beverage of your choice, preferably red wine. Not just red. <laughs> enjoy, guys. Echo available for playback nearby. Echo playback in three, two, one. What's up, guys? Uh, as I'm sure you're all aware, we are going to be talking about some changes that could be made to survival this week. Um, and we hope to make it more appealing for players in the long run. But I just want to introduce our guest that we have today. This week, we have the awesome Eric joining us, who is a massive force in the gaming community, man. Uh, thank you for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. So it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Uh, do you want to say hi, guys? Hello, Mr. Arex. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Are you? Yeah. Oh, all good, all good. good. I was waiting for Rob to say hi, guys, but that's yeah, what I was just says. about to. <clears throat> he was trying to behave a little bit. <laughs> that's, that's normally what I try to do on, uh, on those kind of intro things. But uh, Yeah, um, so for listeners who don't know who you are, Arex, uh, do you want to tell them a little bit about yourself and what sure. you do, man? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm a 
YouTuber and I cover like I, I cover a wide section of games. Division is one of our main games, kind of a typically focus on Division, Destiny and Monster Hunter, and then sort of dabble in many other games in the process. Um typically focus on, you know, kind of informative content, news, guides, walkthroughs, reviews, generally things that are sort of help people. And then uh, obviously, you know, relevant to this, yeah, Division has been a, a big part of uh, my channel since well, I mean I I kind of covered Division a couple of years before it even came out, and then obviously, you know, all of last year and then into now. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Uh, as I said a minute ago, uh, huge honor having you on, and thank you. Uh, we've all basically checked out all your videos and things like that that you thank put you. over across the last year of the game, and uh, obviously huge fans of your content. So thank you for everything you do in the community, man. That's right, no, no. So I mean, it's, it's a great community, and it's like I, I appreciate you know everyone's in a bit of a kind of interesting place right now, but I think uh, you know we've kind of so much potential in the game, and you know the community is so strong. So I think they they're all they're all ultra passionate about game and they just want to kind of see it go to the right place so no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good community yeah it is huh? um okay uh so before we start i'm gonna ask a few questions just to get warmed up sure uh i will go first Alex, what is your favorite alcoholic drink if you even have the time to drink <laughs> well i don't strictly drink because it's not part of my training reg- regime but when i do have off days i'm i'm, I'm all about mojitos oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Nice. This, this is yeah. not an official question, but what's what's the training regime for them? We can't we can't let that slide. Although it's, I mean, it's, it's basically just sort of like it was a kind of a sort of get fit kind of thing because like I um and sort of like weight training stuff because I you know I, I being a YouTuber I spend I basically live you know at my desk and I was like you know you kind of you have to get to that point where you know like health is a super super important thing and I've always wanted to try and you know get to the point where like physically fit and kind of my the the funny sort of joke goal is like imagine the rock with a beard. That's what I want to get to. <laughs> so, uh, That's awesome. Amazing. So, yeah, kind of I'm, I'm working towards it. I've been, like, been on it for about sort of, like nine months now, so wow. sticking to it daily. Nice. No, well so, done. Yeah. stuff. You enjoying it, man? Yeah, no, like, I think I think it's got to the point now where like, because it's just, it's become routine and it just fits into my schedule. Like I just, if I don't go, it really like, it, you know, it bothers me. So I, I can't, I can't go without it. So like, I get up at like six every morning to go and stuff and it just starts my day, right? Hmm. It's good. Nice. Well, your your awesome, training your training regime might impact your answer to this question then. But if you were on death row, what would you choose as your final meal? <laughs> oh, it's, it's quite morbid. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It, would, it, would, it would have to be it would have to be sushi. Sushi is above all else my favourite food. I could I nice. could honestly live on that all the time. Wow. Okay. Uh, sticking with the food theme, what's your favourite type of cheese? Hmm. Oh, it's got to be halloumi. Halloumi is like a brilliant cheese. Fair play. Awesome. Man. Um. <laughs> I like this question. This, this is, is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're quite random. It's just more of like an icebreakers, um, just to kind of. Like, we asked it to like Romy and Tinks and that lot when oh, we yeah. had those guys on. It was funny as hell. Oh, I was can like imagine coming up that. With some, yeah, it was good fun. Tinks has some great um, questions. Brilliant. <clears throat> Who is your favorite recording artist and band? This has been quite varied across all the listeners that we've had. I'm looking, Interesting. Uh, not looking listeners, to guests. Answer to this. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, I don't really listen to music. <laughs> oh, no. This is going to sound really weird because I, I mean, like, I like, I listen to it in passing, right? Like, I'll, I'll have things on, but like, because I, I know so many people that work to music and they like work, like, even work out, like, I kind of work out in silence, which is kind of a strange thing. Um, I, I have the radio on, but I don't really have like favorite artists. Um, I just, I listen to like so much, like, I'll, I'll listen to like anything in, like, in passing, but I don't necessarily kind of have anything specific. Um, what about favorite game soundtrack then? Would that be more Daniel? Uh, yes. Zelda soundtrack, definitely. Zelda. Which one? Ocarina of Time. 
Oh, yeah, because nice. that, that, that's, that's one of the things, right? Zelda games, like, I, lo- I love the music, but, and even though Breath of the Wild has now become my favorite Zelda game, it doesn't really have any memorable tunes or, like, music, really, whereas Ocarina of Time has got so many. So, yeah, definitely that. Yeah, I've got a friend that's just been playing um, Ocarina of Time recently, and I'm oh. like, I'm, I'm sat next to him going, love it. Uh, yeah. If you get time to watch TV, what is your favorite current TV show? Uh, uh, yes, I, can... I do make time. I already know the or... answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the American TV show. So I watch The Flash and I watch Arrow. Um, and Flash at the moment is my favorite yes. one. Definitely like, yeah, cool. one of cool. the best. I, I, do you check out Silicon Valley at all? I haven't you... heard of that one, actually. No, I was, I was just, I, if you're watching American shows and that, I'm just mm. going to say check out that one if you Okay, haven't. yeah, no, I definitely like, I'm getting to the point where I need to, because they're, they're coming to the end anyway, so I'll have my typical void to fill, so. Um, what was your first gaming system? Sega Master System. That was, uh, that was back when it, well, it wasn't strictly mine, because I was two at the time, and my brother, uh, my brother had it, but that's like when my journey started, so I used to sit with him and like play um alex in america world was the one that came pre-installed and then the first one that i technically owned myself was like way off that was like gamecube um but then i went because i went master system n64 and then i was basically a nintendo kid for a very yeah. long time and then i only branched out to multiplat basically when ps3 came out so i completely missed ps2 so i missed like a big system and like, a lot of games um but yeah that's uh that was but yeah master system is where it started Nice. I, I got you. I got to ask. What, what's your favorite game on the GameCube? Ooh, hmm. I mean, it's probably gonna be. It's always. It's always gonna be a Zelda game. I'll always find a way to get a Zelda game. <laughs> Wind Waker. Yeah. yeah it's, it's gonna be Wind Waker. But aside from Wind Waker, Star Fox Adventures was an incredible nice. game. Nice, incredible game. I, I didn't like Wind Waker. I'm just gonna say that. Really? No, I didn't like really? it. Really? <gasps> right. I say, get up. <laughs> what did you not like about it? It was just. Um, that was the one on the boat, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't like all the traveling around. It just, I can. Uh, that, I mean, that, me. that's fair enough. I mean, there, there, there was a lot of back and forth yeah. on the boat, and I mean that that yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely sort of like see. But I think, I think it is like it's because it's funny because at the time it was, it was definitely not very well received because prior to that they, were, they showed the Space World demo. It was like a, a, a really realistic looking Zelda, and then they switched to the Zelda Shady one, and everyone just hated it to begin with. But I think if like given the time to play it, it's actually an incredible game. Yeah. I think I think it's my number two. Yeah, to okay, Ocarina. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I have, I have, I've literally got a Switch like three days ago, so oh. I haven't played Breath of the Wild yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ocarina was my number one until I played Breath of the Wild. Oh. Sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting the feeling that the Z word's going to come up for the answer to this question. <laughs> but if you had the, yeah. if, you had the I, I, if you had the chance to replay any game again for the first time, what would it be? <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to say don't say Destiny because <laughs> <laughs> Destiny. I mean, you know what? To make things interesting, I'm not going to include a Zelda game because no, it, you... like, technically speaking, it would. I mean, like, because I'd almost say even though it's, it's only been super recent, possibly Breath of the Wild because it's like, because since being like a YouTube, you know, obviously like I, I play games a very different way now. Like I, I still enjoy games. I still love what I do, but I, I play them with a very different mindset. Uh, and Breath of the Wild is the first. Yeah, exactly. And Breath of the Wild is the first time where like, um, I have a friend, uh, Matt, that I run the channel with, or 269. I basically said to him, I was like, I'm going to book a week off. Like, I'm going to schedule videos and I have a week off for Zelda, which is not something I can normally do. Normally, I'll play games and then shuffle videos in. And then, like, but I played I played Zelda. I played Breath of the Wild like it was, you know, back in the day when I was a kid. I just sat there and just played. And it was just an incredible experience. And 
having the massive world like just to, to explore and everything i just i honestly i think that's, that's probably one of the best moments i've had in like a long time nice so, nice yeah that very good very good okay nice um well just going off that quick before we go any further what, what's your um review process it's like because obviously games and content these days need to be like out there and i know you are so quick with putting content out mm. um do you feel like you uh well like what is your process i was just i was just gonna say basically it, do you find sometimes you feel yourself rushing through games to try and get the content think, out there or i mean yeah i think i think to a certain, i think it's more the fact that mm-hmm. like you're you're typically you know i'll jump into a game and you have typically have like an idea of what you think because um, you know i produce content that i would find interesting but then obviously my audience is built around that so generally like things that i want to know they i hope to think you know I, hopefully that's what they want to know as well so I'll try and go in and if it's a game that I know, so, you know, if it's something like Destiny or Division or like a Zelda game, I can, I can typically say, you know, these are the things that I probably want to try and focus for. So like, I, you know, I, I, you know, focus for that. So like Division, if they look at an update came out and there was new gear, I'd be like, right, let me, let me play first to get the gear. Cause that's probably the most important thing. Then I'll branch out afterwards to like activities and stuff. But if it's like a new game that I haven't played before, there is, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite difficult. Cause obviously you don't necessarily have the time to properly enjoy it. There have been times where, you know, I'm playing a game and I'm just like, I'd like to sort of, you know, just sit and play all day long. Or sometimes you actually want to space out a game. But, like, you know, if you've got an embargo to hit and you kind of need to blitz through it, then there are times when, yeah, you are somewhat forced to sort of, you know, blitz through it to a certain extent. Um, I don't think it's necessarily impacted my enjoyment for the most part. They're, they're, you know, I think it just sort of it varies from game to game. But it's definitely a lot harder if you don't know the game because, you know, trying to go in mm. blind, I think... Um, but, I mean, you just kind of just have to adapt. You know, I'm, I'm so used to it now that, you know, these days and I'll just... I definitely try and focus on my strengths more so. So, you know, if I was playing like a, um, like I love, I love fighting games, but I'm not the best at fighting games. So like, if I were to cover, like I'm looking forward to look, um, covering Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, I mean, Injustice, Injustices are like one I'll definitely sort of do a bit on, but Marvel vs. Capcom is something I'm, I would like to try and go big on, but in a different way. Because obviously I'm not like, when in the first in the first kind of month where the game is out, people will be wanting to see new stuff. So that's when I can kind of, you know, focus on things. But then once it starts to sort of, you know, level out and when the when the pro players start to sort of, you know, step up and people like, you know, Maximilian start doing their coverage, that's when you have to start, you know, sort of learning what you can and can't do. Because if you're not necessarily the best in like a game like that, people are not really going to want to watch. So, again, no. it's about playing to your strengths, really. Yeah, I, I just I thought it was quite interesting because we haven't really had anybody else on. Uh, well, especially of your stature to kind of like that does reviews on that kind of scale mm. and I, I like consistently all the time. So I, I just thought it was quite interesting for yeah. myself. No, no, Sorry, yeah, a bit yeah. selfish. Uh, awesome. So everyone's got to know each other, I think. <laughs> uh, okay. So obviously listeners of the show have probably listened to us bang on about our thoughts on uh, survival when it was first announced mm. and what we thought of it. Aris, do you, can you tell us what your expectations and, thoughts on survival when it was first announced so yeah i mean when it was first announced obviously i mean again i um i didn't you know i didn't know anything beyond the trailer so when i first saw it and started you know dissecting it uh, from like an analytical point of view i definitely i started extracting um br elements and obviously you know at the time before battlegrounds was out i played a lot of armor battle battle royale so i was thinking you know this is this is what i think a lot of people wanted division to be you know you think back to like when the trailer first showed off was it like 2013 or something you know and everyone kind of like it depicted this this grim kind of world where it was like hard to survive and stuff like that you know you have to having to go around and scavenge and i think for a lot of people that kind of tuned in at the beginning of the game and then dropped out this was like to them it was like the division they thought um 
they were buying into in the first place. So yeah. that was pretty exciting. I mean, I was definitely hoping when I didn't know too much about it, I was definitely hoping it would be a lot more Battle Royale focused. And then obviously, as we often know with a lot of the content in, in Division, there ends up being more of a kind of like PvE slash PvP aspect, which kind of to a certain extent dilutes the, the content. Um, so I think survival is undoubtedly the best thing that the Division has had added, period. Um, yeah. And it still has the most potential, but I definitely don't think it has reached its potential. I feel like they they kind of they they got really really close, and then it's like, yeah, we're not going to do these few things, and then it's not quite there. Um, yeah, but yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, one of the reasons we're basically having this discussion today is like later this year. Obviously, we know there's going to be content drops, mm, and yeah. in the second content drop, it's basically still under con- under consideration what's going to be there. Yes. Not only that, there's a ETF in a couple of weeks where. ETF members, I, I know you've um, probably signed up to it, haven't you, man? Yeah, I, I definitely applied. I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping it doesn't clash. I mean, I know the the actual dates don't clash with the Destiny stuff that's going on, but obviously, in, dates in the background and stuff, I'm hoping don't get in the way. But yeah, I applied anyway. I'd, I'd like to try. I'd love to try and go and get involved. I never had a chance to kind of go to the other two, so it'd be good to try and help out. Yeah, um, we're hope. Well, I think we've put our names in the hat nice. as well, and f- fingers crossed. Yeah, I hope somebody, so. somebody can put forward some of the things we're going to talk about today, but um because it's all still under consideration um i mean obviously when survival was released it brought huge amounts of players back to the game because they were like whoa this is this is amazing mm, um yeah, yeah like you said everybody thought it was going to be like a battle royale mode um and a lot a lot of people came back to the game i, I don't did, yeah. i don't really know i can't really explain why maybe it was just the fact it was so different and what it like you said it was what people expected yeah. the game to be originally um the only downside with survival at the minute and a lot of the other content that that is in the game at the minute is that i find well i think we all kind of find that the replay value of the content yes um has kind of dropped and you know we've all been playing uh the division weekly and mm. a lot we, we've been back to survival quite recently we've we kind of left it for a long time but we've been going back and it's like whoa you know this is actually a really good game mode yeah, yeah. if you keep spending time in it you know it's really good, but you know, like you said, it could be so much better. And you know, I know you've checked out uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, mm. and I, I, I've played uh, Daisy and things oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like that. Uh, and I basically put on uh, Reddit, was it last week or the week before, about proposing a battle royale royale mode for survival, yeah, yeah. and it was, it wasn't like, oh, would you like this? It was kind of a post basically saying, what would you do? And the, the post got upvoted by about 90%. Now, I know Reddit's not the best place to put stuff and no, things like that, but it, it, shows, <laughs> it shows interest, doesn't it? Yeah, no, no, I mean. no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There definitely might be some uh, some questionably toxic <laughs> comments on there, but it's uh, no, it's definitely, it's still a good, you know, it's a good, it's a good gauge of, you know, there's a lot of engagement on there, so it's definitely yeah. good to, to see. Um, but I know yourself, man. I mean, I reached out to you because I know you have been shouting for Battle Royale mode. Um, <laughs> Since day one. <laughs> yes. And I know you've been like wholeheartedly yeah. behind wanting this content in the game and you know we want want to help push this for players as well yeah, so yeah. i basically i think the main question that i'd like to ask is what are your thoughts on this being added to the game obviously i know you want it but yeah. why would it be a good choice do you think so i think i think i mean it definitely Sorry. goes back to what you were saying earlier i mean like about um replay value i mean that is that is ultimately a game like this it's all about replay like replay value what because the thing, the thing, the problem with the division right now is, I mean, sure, you know, you got. I, I know there are still people that play it every single day. You know, I still play it 
weekly. Maybe not quite as much as I used to at the moment, but I still play it. Um, but fundamentally, there's like there's just not the same replay value because ultimately, once you you know once you gear up and once you've kind of got your gear sets, you know, apart from if like they do a balance change and you have to get some new stuff, it's like what am I actually fighting for? That's the thing. It's like you know, there's no proper endgame content that can challenge you. I mean, yeah, you've got legendary missions or you've got incursions and stuff, but you know, they they don't have replay value in them in themselves that much because you know, I don't I don't feel the, the like the desire to go back and do an incursion again. Um, and you go somewhere like the, the Dark Zone or like Last Stand, you know, it's fun um, and it's competitive to a certain extent. But again, you still like, I don't feel like it has the the right replay value. But you look at something like Battle Royale, it's like, it's, it is, you know, in its essence, if you kind of like encapsulate it, it's a, it's a quick mode that can be, can be played within within about half an hour. Um, like you get a completely different feel in something like Battle Royale. You get like this sort of like a adrenaline rush you play. And then the second you finish it, you want to jump straight back in. I feel like some of the content that I'll get in the division at the moment, you know, like you play it, you have some fun for it. And then after, you know, X amount of hours, you're just like, I'm done. Whereas Battle Royale, like, you know, I mean, I, I play on a stream every single day, like the Battlegrounds. And every single time you finish the game, it's like, eh, just one more, just one more. That, that kind of thing keeps you coming back. And I feel like survival definitely started with that. Because, I mean, you know, when we were first playing, it was great because it was a new expansion. There was stuff to earn. And we were like, all right, I can play survival and I can get gear in the process. The thing you need to look at now is like, why do you actually play survival? It's like, because I think, you know, I think, I mean, obviously, obviously numbers have dropped now anyway, so it's a little bit hard to queue for it anyway. Um, mm. And you're certainly not going to be doing it for, for loot. I mean, sure, there are players that might come back into it anyway and stuff, you know, they might try and use it as a means to loot, like to, to kind of gear up, but it's not going to be the best thing. If someone comes in and they say, I need to gear up, you're not going to go to survival, right? You're going to go elsewhere. Um, so I think, I think, you know, I think that's, that's the main thing. I think, I think you, you have a mode like that that is in the game. And that's the sort of thing that keep people coming back. I mean, you look at something like um, Armour H1, right? They're, they're, they've been around for a long time and yet people are still playing them like day in, day out because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a mode that is re- replayable and it keeps it going. Whereas you look at the division like now a year on, numbers have definitely dropped. And again, well, despite the fact we still love the game and we, we support it, we want it to do well, there's no denying that there has been a drop-off. And it's just yeah. because it's, it's lacking something that is genuinely replayable. Yeah, um, I mean, it's something I think I even put on my ETF application form was basically, you know, one of the things that you'd like to bring. And it's, I, I definitely like to have a discussion about the replayable value because mm-hmm. it, you know, it's something we all, <laughs> I know Luke doesn't like it that much, but, you know, we all keep uh, comparing to, but Destiny, you know, Destiny has yeah. replay value. I can't always explain what it is, but it has something that does keep you bringing you back no matter right. what, yeah. uh, constantly. There are raids as well. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you with the loot. What you said about loot. Um, I've never. I, to be honest, I've never played survival for the loot. I, I, it was yeah. just the game mode for itself. The game mode was yeah. so good. Um, that being the case, uh, how I'm basically going to go around to everybody now and get yeah. some thoughts off you guys. How would you guys um, actually turn survival into a battle royale mode? Um, and we can go over to, like finer details, like mechanics and things like that. But um, do you want to go first, Arax? One. Sure. All right. Uh, <laughs> I've got a, a, a long list. I mean, but, like, but fundamentally, I think I think one of the cool things about it is like the most of the most of the mechanics you need for battle royale are already there, right? Like you have you have like a means to get people to go to the center. Maybe not. Maybe not in the same way. But you have you have like these harsh conditions. You have the fact that you start with minimal loot. So I think I think fundamentally, if you look at like a game, like take any battle royale game, whether it's H1, Armour, or the other ones, there's like three main things. You drop in with no loot and you have a circle that spawns and this circle progressively gets smaller on a timer. That's a means to force players in. That's the one thing like people are, 
And like at the moment in the division, the thing to force you in is the fact that obviously you're running out of um, you know meds, and you obviously need to kind of work towards the center to get the antivirals and stuff. So that again, that logic is already there. You have this circle that goes in, and in battle royale games, if you're stuck outside that circle, they, it then starts to hurt you, and then obviously if it's it gets progressively stronger, and then it'll kill you. So you have to, so you're you're forced to keep moving, right? And while I appreciate in the division, they might not want to put a physical circle on the map. They could just they could physically use the storm. They could make it so it's like. You spawn outside, and that storm will get progressively worse. And then the the worse it gets, you have to move. So it's like it's like an invisible circle, right? So yeah, well, like, you could like you said use the uh, use the freezing freezing uh, exactly. Yeah, God, get my words out. Get my, uh, freezing conditions. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. precisely you, I mean, if you use that, right, then you make it so that you know, like initially, you can use your meds and you can use like campfires to keep you warm. But then it gets to the point where it's so damn cold that you can't stand by a campfire, so you have to go. Right. So that's. That's the mechanic that keeps you going. I think the other thing they need um, in the center, because the other thing you need, the other main problem with the game, and this is one of the things that like lets survival down, is that the map is so huge. I mean, it would obviously, but even if they put Battle Royale in the division, there's no promising it would be as successful as something like Battlegrounds because Battlegrounds has 100 players in a lobby, right? Division has 20, is it 24, 26, something like that? 24, like, 24, 24 yeah. yeah. So, so it's still going to be quite small, right? But you can make it work because if you're intelligent with the way the circle shrinks and then like forcing people to location, because currently in survival, you go into the map and like I can go and extract the bottom. Someone can go and extract the top. If I see them extracting and I want to like go and start a fight, by the time I've run there, they've, they've finished, right? So I think they should do it so that there's like one antivirus or like if you're working as a team, maybe there's like a, a, a team antivirus, right? And then it spawns at a fixed location, and that's marked at the beginning of the game. It can be like the helicopter will spawn in like Bryant Park, and it can it can change every mode. But it could be like helicopter will come at, to Bryant Park in twenty minutes. The circle starts to shrink in. You have to loot as you go, and then everyone will converge on this location. That's a surefire way to guarantee that by the end you will see players. They will have to fight because they will have to fight over like only one team can get out, um, and then. And then everything, I mean, everything else will kind of fall into place. I would, I mean, there's a couple of things I, I, I'd like it if they would lose the instance areas where you go inside to craft because part of the danger of Battlegrounds is, or part of the danger of like Battle Royale modes is learning to loot and kind of craft on the go. So I feel mm. like being able to go in a safe room kind of takes away from that. Mm. But whether they do that or not, I don't know. But I think, I think, I, I think I'll, yeah, I'll throw it on the other guys as well. But I mean, I think that's sort of like a, a starting foundation. For yeah, it. that's one of the things I don't yeah. like about survival is the looting system. The, the loot system yeah. is, they've kind of crammed. Like one to thirty in to like like half an hour, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um I if if I would take that completely out, I would mm. um have golds drop everywhere. I wouldn't put any gear sets in, but I'd have golds drop like as soon as you start. I would take Yeah. Well no not drop, I would maybe put them in caches and put them in like random yeah, places. Yeah. And I'd take NPCs out as well. Because yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. just from a law standpoint, it doesn't kind of make sense. Who's going to stand out in no. the cold? That's definitely true. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think also, yeah, I, I think it's also important that they, like, they need to not constantly do this with modes. I mean, I appreciate divisions built around this thing, but like every time there's a mode that like the PvP players get slightly excited about, and they're like, oh, this could be cool. They're like, surprise, there's also an NPC <laughs> PvE component. Yeah, it's like, it's just, uh, I mean, almost they guys. They do like yeah. separate modes, PvP, PvE. But yes. like, mm, yeah, the, the PVP version should there shouldn't be any any, any M NPCs at all. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'd say, like, I wouldn't mind if hunters, because I, I like hunters and I think hunters add an interesting dynamic. I mean, I do still feel like I know what you mean. Like, if we want a true battle royale battle royale experience, it should just be players, right? 
Um, if they wanted to have like a slightly better logic for like the circle and it's not just a storm, they could even have it so that the hunters come in from the outside and like they they almost force you to kind of go in because if you if you kind of get caught outside, the hunters oh, will wow, get yeah, you. That's, yeah, that's, um, that's a good that's idea. A good idea. That, to be honest, yeah. that was one of the things I was going to bring up because you know obviously as we said like. Hunters are one of the best additions that yeah. we've had to the game in a, like since the game was actually released, and having it still be a thing would be. I, I don't want to take so much out that it's destroying what they built, but it's all, it's kind of basically reorganizing it, yeah, isn't it, exactly. to better suit players at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, Rob, well, no, it's just anything else? Building, building on that, like I would, like go, I would make the dark zone be the final place you want to go. Mm. Yeah. Um. Like, so you you'd get your loot and then head to the dark zone. Like you all golds before you hit the dark zone, rather than get to the dark zone and then yeah. get all golds. And then once, I'd, like maybe you shorten the time it would take you to get there. So get there within like ten fifteen minutes. And then mm. once you're in the dark zone, constant like even yeah, make the circle even smaller, which forces more PvP encounters. And yeah, maybe have hunters in there as well. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think as well because I think I think they definitely you know I completely agree with like they should put like gear and cash. I feel like I mean you you there are some games that have got crafting. I mean like I know like H one's got you know you can craft like certain things anyway. But I mean fundamentally like most of those games you know you go into houses and you loot stuff. Yeah. So I feel like yeah I, I definitely agree. You, they should put like should be randomly generated loot in caches and of course because I mean that's that's the part of like battle royale right? It's RNG. Sometimes you go in a house and there's like. Uh, I don't know there'll be a vest, but there's no gun. You know, I've I've I play games where I've gone through like an entire town and I'm still without a gun, right? And like mm. there'll be people that don't get necessarily get the mode and they might find that frustrating. But that's part of the part of the thing. You know, you might get to a point, and obviously, you know, and, and I appreciate in um, survival you start with the pistols, so you'll never be completely without. Um, yeah. But battle royale fight, fights are never designed to be like even. And I think I think if they, but I think if they if they were to like only drop gold loot, then again, because you want to you want to you want it to be like you know normalized you don't necessarily i don't I, I don't want them to suddenly start dropping weapons with like talents on and things that are going to start like messing with the balance because it just needs to be like bare bones weapons i mean mm. they could just be gray gear it really like really doesn't matter what you wear just like as long as you're wearing something that gives you slightly um better stats but yeah i think i think yeah you have to i think you should have to loot in dangerous areas and just out in the open so i think yeah they should lose the instant zones um and i feel like I mean, mate, yeah, I think I think also the way the skills work as well. I mean, like having to like craft all these skills and like potentially have all the different skills. I mean, like I think obviously skills are a big part of division, so I don't necessarily want them to take them out. But I think it should be like either, um, again, maybe the things that you find in cash as you go, or the things that you pick up as you go, mm. or maybe maybe it's, um, I mean, to your point of sort of like you know you you loot up first and you get like gold gear outside the dark zone. When you get in the in the dark zone, maybe then caches contain skills. Maybe then it's completely random. Like you open a chest and you've got a ballistic shield, or you open a chest and you've got a pulse. Um, yeah, I quite, I quite like that. I was going to suggest maybe um, you're allowed to pick uh, two skills or one skill. Like when you go, th- instead of climbing over the wall, you're allowed to go through the checkpoint. And while you're in that checkpoint going into the dark zone, you know, you open a, a cache or whatever, and you, you've got a choice. It gives you basically the option of all the skills and you're allowed to take one, whether it's like conceal, flame turret, you know, whatever. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I think it's, I think they should still keep into like base skills because I think it gets far less complicated. But I mean, like, yeah, I think I think something like that will work. Yeah. There's sort of a transitional yeah. point. Um, but like, just that the kind of anything that just doesn't mess with the flow too much because, yeah, anything that sort of takes someone out because, you know, if, if you had if you get to a point where someone is playing VR and they can run inside like a, a safe point and they're in their instance and they're just safe, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just wrong. Like if they're hiding in a, in a building, fine, because, you know, that could be advantageous or it could just suddenly mean they're at a corner. But yeah, I think anything like that... Um, 
could definitely work. And I mean, you could even play, um, you know, working towards the center afterwards to flip the kind of the initial thing on the NPCs on its head. You could even have it so the hunter is like the one central thing that you fight in the middle. Then they drop the antivirals, and then obviously everyone has to kind of fight over that. So maybe you have an interesting kind of dynamic. If because bear in mind, like if if we're trying to sort of think about how they would design things, like we if we truly wanted to kind of come in, whether it would be like you know whether they, they I, I don't necessarily see them completely saying all right, we'll ditch anything any kind of NPCs. So if they were to have some sort of component, you could then throw in like a, yeah, you throw in a hunter, and then it would almost be like people might work together to kill it and then they have to fight yeah, each other. Yeah, I was going to say, that'd be the best thing, wouldn't it? You, to get players to work together, then turn on each yes, other exactly, to get yes. out of there. There's so many freaking no, possibilities. Awesome. Yeah. You could almost like put a playlist in, couldn't you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That rotated and it would be different like every week, which would increase the playability as well. Mm. That's a good yeah, idea, yeah. actually. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Luke, Luke, what are your thoughts, man? I haven't got any because Arex is too good. He's covered everything. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> like literally, I wanted to ask if you wanted to take the PVE element out of it. He's done that. Uh, make everybody come into the center. He's done that with the weather and the and the antivirals and everything else. So yeah, it's cool. I, I mean, I completely agree that I don't think they should take the hunters out. I think mm. they are possibly the best NPC that the the game has got. Yes. Um. So a, a a way of working them in, but I also like Rob's idea with just making a playlist. So if if you don't want the hunters in, you can choose that version. If yeah. if you want NPCs yeah. in, you can choose that version. Um, maybe there could even be like a speed run version where the the uh, storm comes in twice as fast or something ridiculous like that, just yeah. to force you into PvP yeah, I mean, that much quicker. But I like the that would be really. I cool. like the idea of like um, there being no PvP okay. until you hit the dark zone as well. So you just literally got like ten fifteen minutes just to dash, gear up, get the best you can. Ha- yeah, you can, uh, and then yeah. Ch- and then oh God. yeah, then you've got a time limit to do that. Because of obviously the, yeah. the storm's gonna. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, that could do. I I feel like sometimes some of the coolest engagements in battle royale do weirdly happen at the beginning. I think maybe maybe one of the things to kind of sort of like counteract that might be giving people the ability to choose where they start. Um, because in most battle royale games, again, you fly in a plane and you parachute in, and yeah. obviously you'll then look over the map and you'll be like, right, where do I think is sensible to land? Obviously, we don't have that because the helicopter crashes. But maybe, um. That, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is like you know you start the game and it's like there's five random spawn points you can choose from and you could select it. You could select the same spawn point as someone else, so you might then encounter them. Um, but maybe it kind of gives you like a means to sort of spread out slightly. But no, I completely agree with the playlist thing. I mean, because that's one of the beauties of survival. I mean, to anyone like you know listening, like we're not trying to sort of like because I appreciate there's pl- PVE players out there. We're not trying to sort of you know take an experience away from people. Like survival will still be there intact. Like this is all like a playlist that people can play if they want to. Like for anyone that's like, I don't like PvP, I don't like Battle Royale, cool. There's still other stuff to do. Mm. But for those of them who want the experience, I mean, yeah, the playlist would be perfect. I mean, you look to like 1.7, they're talking about seasons, right? They're talking about how they want to have these seasons for missions. I mean, maybe to your point of having different ideas for, you know, like the the two time circle or the um, you know, or the the hunter on the outside, hunter on the inside. Like you could it could be like season one is like I don't know, season one is like regular mode, season two is like fast circle mode, season three, and then that would fit into their one point seven yeah, Frame yeah. You could you could add modifiers to the actual mode as well. Yeah. We, you know, add start adding like some of the underground modifiers to the actual survival mode as well, which would increase the difficulty or make it. Or you could add modifiers to make it oh. more fun for yeah, players yeah. on certain on like weekend events, maybe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then make it so like there's like there's something cool to get out of it as well. Like it, again, it doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna say put like a gear set to it because a that would mean they have to make a gear set and b. You're then going to have a discussion about like, oh, this is you know, I'm forced to play this activity. 
But if it's something that you can like, maybe maybe it's, I mean, because they already said that in seasons there's going to be cosmetic gear and stuff you can earn that sort of says that I've taken part in something. So I think if they can then put that behind um, behind this mode, then you're going to have people, you're going to get the competitive people that come out that like Battle Royale, that really want to show off and be like, I've got, you know, the Battle Royale gear, like um, cosmetic gear. Uh, well, uh, for example, we, we basically said uh, a couple of weeks ago on the show, uh, when we first heard about seasons was kind of like, it'd be cool for certain game modes and mm. certain things that you do in the game to actually have like a patch that you can have on your backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And may- maybe yeah. have something like that that could, you know, show... Yeah, that'd be cool. You've, you've you've actually won, but the, the, you know, like a, like an, like an emblem. Said, it, it, yeah, 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 an, yeah, yeah. An emblem. No, that's true. Um, <laughs> looks like what the fuck? <laughs> Luke has no idea. Sorry. All <laughs> oh, right. Oh, okay. I'm I'm the non-destiny um, guy around here. So <laughs> you say Good. that, but you you'll be getting destiny oh, too. Don't shit. worry. You'll love it. <laughs> no, one of our listeners is um very kindly bought Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny. Oh really? Oh, that's amazing. Yes. It is. Amazing. It is very, very generous of them, but they're they're just trolling. Yeah. <laughs> got a GoFundMe, haven't you? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. That's brilliant. But it, that that is the question at the end of the day. How do you make this game mode replayable so it doesn't end up in I, the same state as it is now? I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's a difficult one because there's, you know, again, there's 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 no guarantee because there, there is there is the risk that you know that they'll they will listen to the community and be like, all right, we'll give you a battle royale mode. Um, in the hope that, like, you know, they'll, they'll see the success of, like, Battlegrounds and, you know, because obviously Ubisoft is, like, is a company. They're driven by numbers at the same time. They'll probably look at how successful Battlegrounds is doing and be like, oh, maybe we could do this. I mean, there is going to be the, 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 the harsh reality is that if they had have done this when Survival came out and Battlegrounds wasn't a thing, they probably could have made a bigger impact. Because if you think about it as well, like, there's there's a certain degree of, like, good faith, right? Like, every, like a lot of people came back for Survival. There were so many positive reviews. I mean, a lot of, the, a lot of like, the games journalists came back and they were like, you know, this was the thing. If it had have been that experience then, I feel like it would have had a huge impact. Um, so there's, yeah, there's, there's no guarantee that you know if they, if they do it now. But I think leaderboards is a is a really important thing. I mean, again, if you're going to come in and you're competitive and you want to, because I mean, like that's the thing. Uh, I you, you any other battlegrounds uh, battle royale game, you don't get anything out of it, right? You just you win and you get your first place and that's it. Like you, you get bragging rights, right? But then. You also compete for the leaderboards. I mean, it's you know, it's got like the number of wins you've got, the number of wins you've got as a squad, as a solo. So that's what people want, right? Yeah, I mean, going back to what you said about um, leaderboards, um, we we've been playing Overwatch. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, we literally just picked that up at the start of the last event that they've just run the Uprising event. Okay, yeah. yeah. Obviously, uh, what is it? Uh, competitive oh, mode yeah. seasons yeah. just just begun or something like that mm-hmm. and it'd be kind of cool you know basically reset the leaderboards every so often during the, the seasonal event that they can be bringing yeah, 1.7 yeah. um so people do have a chance to be at the top or you know everyone's basically starting at level field again mm. should be kind of cool but as mm-hmm. luke said um to be honest i've got like a whole list of stuff here and yes within about 20 minutes yeah. we've gone through it it's awesome without me even having to ask I think it um, stat, stats and leaderboards are something that have been missing from this game from day one though aren't they i think we can yes. all agree agree to that completely um so that that's a shame yeah i i, I agree with the, the the leaderboards on on survival if it was to make it a battle royale um there was something else I wanted to say, and I forgot how you you were you were saying it, and I thought, yeah, I need to mention that straight away, and it's gone. So you'll have to come back to me. Sorry. But um, yeah, I I think one of the main things that does need to be sorted is like obviously randomized loot. I I don't know if you've yeah. spoke to anybody at the dev team or anything like that, but I, I surely this can be achievable in a game like this. I mean, I mean, it must be easy because I mean, like the 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 dark zone has that concept, right? I mean, the dark zone has dark zone chests. 
and you open mm. the chest and they have random looting, right? So, I mean, it's, it's it already exists in game. And I, I mean, even even in um, uh, I mean, well, I I, I thought of I thought at first that survival had randomized stuff, but then it seems the more I played it, that stuff was in fixed locations. So, um, but but yeah, I mean, that the 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 print the principle is there. I mean, you could literally just take dark zone chests and place them everywhere, or like caches, and then yeah, you've got you've got stuff, right? So. Um, that I mean, that definitely already exists. I mean, I think that's I think that's the beauty of the game. I mean, it's definitely like to anyone trying to sort of think about stuff to ask for one point seven. It's definitely like try and think within the realms of what already exists because we already know it's not going to be a substantial content update, right? So you know, be like gone are the days of thinking of like ambitious, like oh, I hope Battle Royale like suddenly expands into Central Park. That's not going to happen, right? But no. everything we've spoken about literally exists in game now and can just be reprogrammed. Um, I, I I think the one thing if they do decide to do it is perhaps just use a quarter or half the map so you know yes. so you're confining players to a smaller area so you are in a battle you know yeah, constantly yeah, because yeah. Uh, like there's a few times you'll see like one or two agents but it's not often that you've seen like 10 agents walking down the street in survival because yeah. you know you've got some spawned on the top right hand side and some down the bottom and you you know there's sometimes that you don't even see anybody to actually get to the dark zone so yeah it'd be kind of cool um to have that in there but um yeah i mean i, don't, I definitely yeah I, I think i think that's i mean there's definitely definitely an option because i mean as you say you kind of you then be ensured to have like battles i mean like one of the kind of things that like, battle royale maps are typically quite big anyway um, and I think you, I think the one the one thing that you kind of get used to in those game modes you you don't see people at the beginning a lot of the time and then you do gradually the further you get in so um, yeah I mean I think again they're, but they're both options right you could just yeah you could slice it in half and just have it like bottom half top half and then it could just work as two different maps um, but again if you yeah. didn't then I feel like yeah if if you had the storm and you have the central location then you can be sure that by the time you get to the middle you're going to see people right so. With the uh, with the randomization of root uh, loot, sorry, would you want it yeah. like every instance, or would you think maybe like a very short seasonal thing where it flips completely? I'd have it as like literally every single game is yeah. like completely random because yeah, because just it just needs to be. I mean, again, that's that's the thing. That's the thing with um VR, right? It's like you know, you never know. Like the second you drop in, you have no idea what you're gonna find when you're gonna find it. Because I mean, and that's that's the thing. Sometimes like you'll you'll get to the the final like match in battlegrounds, and you'll have like minimal ammo. And you'll have like you know definitely a lesser weapon compared to someone else. You might not even be that that well geared, and doesn't mean say you can't win because you know sometimes you can kind of get the upper hand. Um, but that's part of the fun with it, right? It's like it's all about surviving. What well, it is about surviving and scavenging, right? Well, that's the beauty you, you, of division, you, though, because like um, all the chests and that are still they're all there. Yeah. You just need to randomize yeah. what comes out of them, don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, even better. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. if if you spawn in and you know there's a chest over there, but you don't know what's going to come out of it, so yeah, it would just be the same yeah, as yeah. rather. But actually sitting here and discussing it, mm. yeah, there isn't. It's, I'm talking about it from simplistic terms and from an outsider's point of view. There isn't a great deal that they actually need to do. No, on on paper, obviously. <laughs> It's not just a case of, none of, none of pushing us are, the um... battle royale button <laughs> yeah. and it, <laughs> yeah, yay, and everyone's happy. But um, no, no, I mean, a... I mean, that's I completely agree with you. I mean, that's that's kind of partly where like the ideas originally came from because, like, you know, I'm fortunate enough that as someone that also used to be in the games industry and kind of work in like an environment like this anyway, like, that's why when I kind of sort of you know started putting together the ideas and the video stuff, I was like, you know, let's think about things that like I know feasibly from a development point of view could be done. And like, that's the thing. I mean, as to your point, there's physically nothing in here that they're like they couldn't repurpose and this fit like it would it would also require 
minimal to next to no assets as well because it's like you know the assets already exist i mean you probably have like a, a like a a work um a work item for like ui design because obviously there'd be like leaderboards and stuff um and then maybe kind of additional things like that but otherwise all the assets are already in game so they wouldn't need like new level design or anything like that it would literally just be like it'd probably be like largely a code a code and a gameplay job so it still takes time well, but well look, looking at it you lock off safe rooms yeah so you, you you don't even bother crafting anymore what else we got remove division tech yeah yeah um i don't i'm not quite sure what we'd do with healing but you wouldn't really need um depending how you actually reacted to um you wouldn't need the infection though, i don't think well depending because just you can either the use weather. the cold to push you towards yeah. the center or use the inf the infection so if you don't get, to the, one get of them. to the dark zone quick enough it just wipes you out and yeah. that would be one way of doing it is just remove um what they called the i've gone blank the Zubles? or the meds the meds remove the meds that actually heal you from the infection you just remove them and then you have a time limit and the minute you get to the dark zone there, there is an antiviral, but that timer disappears, and it's literally, yeah, yeah, like a free for all at that point. So you have something without actually causing. Do you know what I mean? Without bringing something else into the game to actually yeah. do that job. So there's someone standing on the other uh, side of the um, the dark zone wall that just has a, a needle. They inject you as soon as you get there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Surprise. But like, the, the, I just no, no, not no, a no, huge I, I amount of changes. I definitely agree with you because I mean, like, I think. I think that's one of the other things I kind of I mentioned before when I was talking about this. Like the the antivirus part of it, like the infection, it's just like it doesn't feel like it does enough even right now in survival. Like it's so easy to just like I mean a lot of the time when I play survival, I completely forget to have my meds. And occasionally I'll get to like the dark zone and be like, oh, oh crap, I forgot to, you know, like use this, you know, use this to kind of put it at bay. But it's it's very easy to maintain the infection without thinking about it. Um yeah. so I mean, yeah, and again, if we have if we have the storm, um yeah, yeah. If you if you have the storm and you have and you have like the other components, yeah, you don't even you don't even need it. You could even have it so that like yeah, the if you want to have the healing component, you just have it so that again in caches you find med kits. So that's your only way to heal. If you don't if you don't have the heal, I mean, if anything, that's that's something they could do as well. They could limit the the skills that you could physically have access to, so they're only like offensive yeah. skills. So the only way you can heal is med kits, and then maybe make it so that like in a game like BR, maybe take the med kit limit off, so you can carry like ten med kits if you want to, because the uh, only thing you can do. Heal. I was gonna say 10, 10 med kits, no heals at all in the game mode. Yeah. Apart from wow. the, the actual med kits that you've picked up. Yeah, I mean, like, before I mean, you enter the dark zone, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I wouldn't. You could you could even go past. You could even have like you, you could literally be limitless med kits. It can be like as many as you can find. You can carry um to maybe to a certain degree, but it's I mean because that's you know that's 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 what you can do. But then, but then they've got cooldowns on them as well. So you know exactly, you've got that yeah. in that. Because I mean, because so, I was gonna say maybe increase the the cooldown to like you can't pop one every 10 seconds you can pop it like 30 seconds or something like that so you're not just blasting them yeah i mean i mean possibly but i mean i, I wouldn't even mind to be honest if, if you had like i mean if you had medkits that you could I, I suppose i suppose yeah to a certain if you think about it, the end fight you probably need to kind of delay it a little bit um but yeah i mean i i however that however they implement that but that i mean that would that would be a good way to kind of like you know streamline that process and you could even make it so that yeah i mean like if you want like a, a law or kind of narrative reason for doing it it could instead be that like you know when you've dropped in um like perhaps perhaps i don't know maybe maybe like when you've dropped in it's more more of like a rescue mission so instead of getting the antivirals out it's literally just like the the team say you know we can we've got one helicopter that can get you guys out it's you know it's coming in half an hour like be there and like we can only hang around for like a like 30 seconds because i don't know there's like the, the zone's kind of too hot and we have to get out so it's, it's physics it's just like if you want to get out alive you have to be here at this time and they can only get four people out yeah, maximum. Exactly. So, so. There, there's your incentive. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, and that's that's just clean, right? That's literally just like you know, you crash, they have a rescue mission, you got to stay alive, you got to get to the center, bam. And it, but maybe yeah, but maybe it's like because that's because that's the other one thing. Like, it would still need to be um, yeah, because yeah, you you still have to fight because you still have to get in the helicopter. Because that's that's the thing that, that's that's the thing that like, killed killed it with survival for me, right? Is like you get to the middle, like when when we first played, we did our first game, and we're like we were the first team to extract. It was like, what happened to the rest of the team? Like, well, I didn't I didn't know when I was taking off the helicopter. I was like. Did the game end for them, or are they carrying on? It's like no, they just carry on as if I didn't even exist. Mm. Like that, that, yeah. that MBR can't like there. Yeah. There has to be a consequence, right? So if I want to win, I need to make sure that everyone's dead. You need the ability to take yeah. down the helicopter as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be, be mean. That would be mean. That, oh man, that that you want a rocket launcher now? Yes. to go with the flamethrower that you've always wanted. Yes, <laughs> you get all the way to the end and you get blown up as you're leaving. Oh, oh yeah. epic! And then it's like, well, now you got to play again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's your replay. That'd be menu. awesome, though. Yeah, but it, like, there you go. I keep saying it, but they, I'm just basically trying to think of ways you could actually implement this. Obviously, there, there isn't that many people working on, you know. I, I'm assuming, sorry, I apologize. Yeah. I'm assuming there's not that many people working on year two of the division no. because of the amount of content that we're getting. So obviously trying to use assets that are already in the game yeah, and like reshuffling to get this game mode without actually, like you said, costing time and money. And I, I can't see it being yeah hugely difficult. Not only that, it was, I'm pretty sure it was in like the most recent, um, questionnaire that went out as well what do you think of like battlegrounds or battle royale modes and things like that so you know like you said they're definitely thinking about this and this is something that has been constantly brought up um i think before we just end that topic what would you think about survival as a world tier i'm i mean i i'm i'm all for options right i mean this is this i think it's something that people ask for or kind of asked in passing for when survival came out. I mean, I think, I think anything that kind of gives people again, like replay value. I mean, like I would probably not want to go back now and replay Mm. the whole game because like I've done the mission so many times that like, it's not exciting, but if there was a survival world tier, you know, and suddenly it was all about, because I mean, because the survival, like survival as we've described it right now is battle royale, but survival as a world tier is more like day Z, right? It's more suddenly like, you know, you you have to survive because it it could literally be like, if you die, then you have to start the game again. Yeah, right, that's it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's basically the division hardcore, and you you can keep going as long as you want. Yeah. Um. Possibly put in the gears. Uh, a bit that worried about putting that in, putting like the gear sets and things. Wet dream, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have been calling yeah. for game two point haven't they? So you could make game two point as survival world tier. So you, you come yeah, in yeah, as yeah. A, div- a level one division agent, and you have to survive, and you can gear up to level thirty, and then if you die, like Eric says, you start all over again, and if you get yeah, to level yeah. thirty. You can have a play it again, or you can go back to your usual agent. Yeah, mm, I mean, I, I think, I, that would definitely. Work. I mean, I I think maybe maybe what they might want to do to make make you want to replay it is perhaps like streamline the experience. There aren't quite so many missions mm. you have to do, quite so many side missions, yeah. and like all that. Maybe just make it so it's like just the story missions. Throw away all the pointless side missions because they're not that exciting anyway. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I th- I think that'd be brilliant. I mean, like again, like it it would just be that would definitely. I mean, you could even go as far as to say. It could even include. I mean, this is the risky one because there there would be like people would probably be too scared to do it. But you could still have PvP in it because you look at like Daisy, right? I mean, there's a lot. You know, you can you can play Daisy for like hours and then like you could get to the end and start building stuff and then suddenly you're dead. You're like, yeah, I gotta start again. But that's part of the get. That's part of the gamble, right? So maybe you could even still have the dark zone. So like, once you do get to thirty, you're like, do I try and sneak in here? And then you see other players and you kill them and it's like, yeah, your adventure's over. But it could be kind of fun. Mm. 
But again, maybe that would be a playlist thing. It'd be like, I just want the survival PvE experience or the survival risky PvP one. Yeah. Who knows? Exactly what I thought. As soon as you mentioned PvP, that people are going to cry about it. So you need you need that switch where you can turn it on <laughs> yeah. or off. But yeah, yeah, that, that sounds yeah, yeah. awesome. This is just getting me hyped. <laughs> this, this is not fair. Exactly. Imagine, imagine. This, this, that's the thing is that that's that's what that's what's always like frustrates me it's like you know they've built this incredible game right and it's like you know i love it and it's it's just got so much potential but there's like it's so insane. many things they haven't quite done and it's just like yeah it's like you can just you can see it but you can't quite reach it do 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 you think um being skeptical a little bit here mm. do you think they potentially left some of this stuff out on purpose to make the sequel better or do you think they just um, got a little bit sort of like the game got bigger than they expected it to maybe I honestly, I honestly think I don't think it's a, like an on purpose thing. I, I think it's generally like this is like it's an Ubisoft thing. It's also in fact, in fact, no, it's just, I think it's just like any game. I mean, you look at like any time like a new IP comes out, um, and that's that's why like I honestly think right. That's that's why probably why we're getting like um, less content. I I have this this weird suspicion that given how successful, even though like it might not be doing great right now, given how successful it was at launch, like there's no way Ubisoft aren't going to try and invest in like a division two, right? Like at some point. So like, I think yeah. like so, and you look at like you look at like uh, previous games. Assassin's Creed One, great concept, not a great game. Assassin's Creed Two was super solid. Watch Dogs One, great concept, not a good game. Watch Dogs Two was really good. Uh, but then yeah, you- uh, that that that's like, that's been my argument for like the last freaking couple of episodes. <laughs> Watch Dogs One built so much hype and let a lot of people down. Watch Dogs Two was an amazing game. Yeah. It might I don't know if it sold as well. I, I, to be honest, I wasn't. I didn't keep keep up yeah, too much yeah. with that. But apparently, it was an absolutely amazing game to play. Exactly. And it, I don't know if they were just using it in comparison to the first one, or if it was generally a an amazing game to play. Yeah. But from what I've heard, no, they yeah, went was, back to the drawing board, and you know, yeah. I mean, that's the best thing. It's like anytime, like even even that's why I'm so excited about Destiny Two as well, because Destiny as a yes. franchise, what didn't like didn't have the best start. Right, but like, no. but now where they are right now, like the very end with our Age of Triumph, they're in a really good place. They've learned a lot, but even now, the game has so much potential. It's nowhere. It's still nowhere near reaching it. But given a second chance, given a, like a second iteration, because there will come a time in like in the game, like we're we're talking about ideas that can improve division within the realms of what already exists. There comes a time when, like, no no amount of updates can fix or change the game. Like you could you could add content, but nothing can like division's in a point now where to become the game that everyone really wants it to be. It fundamentally needs to be reworked, and that doesn't that doesn't come an update. That comes as a rip it up and start again. But like, yeah. um, and I think I feel like um, Division is following Destiny's footsteps. Destiny, in in some respects, like yeah, a lot of the things. It's the learning yeah, curve, like, isn't it? It's Destiny Year One. Like there was a lot of updates. There was a lot of balances mm. and stuff, and that's similar. Similar thing happened in Division. <laughs> Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They kind of like paralleled a little bit, but just like a year later, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, definitely. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they almost had like their Taken King style update, didn't they? Because they, they had like was it I forget the number now, there's so many flipping iterations. Yeah. Was it one point was it one point yeah, one point four was the one where the, the drastic change yes, one where they yeah. added the world tiers and yeah. Yeah, so one point four was kinda of like Division's Taken King where they were like fundamentally changed the way the game is played. And that was that was that was a good that was a good point. Like a lot of people came back and they, a lot of people enjoyed it. And that was when they, you know that's when they took the gamble. They were like, we're going to delay the DLC and do this, right? And that was a good move. Um, and I think that's what they. I think that's I think really the position we're in now is just trying to get Division One to a point where it's like good and people it can like they can kind of like set it down. I mean, like, I'm still like I, I have so much respect for the team, right? Like I know they get they get a lot of crap. They you know people yeah people, they like, do they people get so much, but like the fact that like the team. 
Hamish and all the other guys, like they stream the game pretty much every single day and have done that since launch. I mean, like no other game developer um, has had the, the the level of communication they have. I mean, even even Bungie, right? Like, I I love Bungie, I love I love Destiny, but even Bungie, like their communication, they they'll talk to you when they want to talk to you. And I mean, obviously the community managers are active and stuff, but like messaging wise, they will they they're there just to say we've got stuff to tell you, and otherwise they don't say too much. Whereas like you know the the massive guys, like they're they're there every single day on stream. They're talking to people. They you know they're communicating and like. And even through like the 1.3, the the really dark time <laughs> of division, like they like, they were there. And I mean, I saw I saw Hamish. Like you can you can see his face. Obviously, you know, it was it was like having a having like, you know it was weighing down on him. People in chat are just slating them and just be like, you know, you guys have ruined the game. You guys hate you know you guys don't care, care about the community. But they they do it. They carry on, right? Well, that, that's one of the things. I mean, I spoke to Weezer about is yeah. like you know the community for the division can be great, but it can also go the complete opposite way yeah. um, to the point of yeah. you know going to dev teams, you know the dev teams like social accounts and bashing them there yeah, it's just terrible. and it's like what are you doing that's not helping to fix the game and you're not provi- providing constructive feedback to help yeah. these people you know, a game with, with with the work that has a game to be with the dark zone is never going to yeah. have a community that's going to be like oh yeah <laughs> that is good point yeah that is true it's, it's definitely a definitely risk yeah but i, but I, th- I think yeah it's, it's definitely a strong thing to the point where yeah the, the game is I mean, like, obviously, if you if, if you were to bring this topic up, and there'll be a lot of people be like, "I'm not going to buy a Division Two if they make it." Like, they they took my money. It's like, yeah, yeah, I reckon you would. And it's like giving us given a second chance. So I I think yeah, I think I think right now, um, like I mean, obviously, I I I'm hoping they're working on it. I mean, they could they could just you know there there is the chance that Ubisoft are like, well, the game's done gone down in numbers. You can scrap that, and we're never going to see it ever again. And we, instead, you're going to see Avatar. But honestly, I think given how Ubisoft have done in the past, I think it's probably likely we'll get it. Going back to Watch Dogs, look at Watch Dogs. It was terrible, and yeah, yeah, it's true. They, they knocked it out of the ballpark. I, I don't know. I said it again, but Watch like, Dogs, yeah. you know, if you, you know, the division is Ubisoft's best-selling game ever. Yeah, and it'd be kind of stupid. If they'd have got to. it right. We would have kept the player count. Yeah, you know, and I think they can do it. Yeah, I think the guys can do it. And I think it's a case of now is to get you know they're obviously getting the game to a position where they can kind of lift it from. Division one into division two. Yes. This is what we need to do. And obviously make changes going forward with that, but get the base game right. Yeah. You know? Sure. Because if if we'd have had one point four to start with, I think a lot more people would have been happier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But um anyway, um I think we'll probably just start closing off the show. Sure. Um Alex, before we let you go, man, I just want to ask you a few questions. We've covered You've helped cover a little bit of this. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> we're, we're just that little bit. Um, Luke, do you want to go first, man? Um, well, since uh, you've mentioned 1.4 and obviously the, the the change to the base game that came with that, um, I'd be interested to know how you feel with the loot rain that came with 1.4. I mean, per- personally, I've played the game to death. I've played this game more than any game I've ever played before. Um, yeah. And literally, the only things I've got left in the game to get now are the Urban MDR and a Warlord, and that's it. I've got really? everything. Okay. I got um, a Warlord the other day. <laughs> just, just, just to <laughs> piss so, you I mean, off per- personally, I, I think the loot raiding is a bit too much, and that's probably going to get me some hate from some corners. But mm. what, what do you think, mate? So yeah, no, I I think it's 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 a really yeah it's a really interesting topic because it's it's so hard to try and get this right because it's because there's always there's always two sides to it, right? There'll be the part where like when the game will come in to begin with and it'll be really hard to get stuff and like and everyone remembers that grind everyone that was there from the start right yeah when suddenly things become slightly slightly easier to get and you start filling things up but like everyone's always like oh you you like if anyone joined now you'd be like you guys don't remember how hard it was to get stuff um 
But I do definitely agree with you. There, there's there's a really there's a fine balance between if suddenly when the second things become so easy to get, I feel like they lose value. I mean, like I had a I had a similar discussion. I was doing a um, podcast the other day talking about um, Destiny, and like <laughs> talking about how like in, in, which exotic weapons in that to me don't have the same sort of value because they're so easy to get. And yeah, so I mean, I, to your point, I I do feel like where the game is in its timeline now, I probably don't mind the loot range just because I feel like a year and a bit after launch. Um, I wouldn't still want to be grinding super hard to get something. But I do agree with you that the stuff that I get now doesn't necessarily feel as valuable. Like if I get a cool drop, I'm no longer like, well, what is that? I'm just like, yeah, it is what it is, right? So you, yeah. you want the Galahorn of the division is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I think I think it's um in truth, I'm I'm definitely I'm kind of on, on the fence of that one. I I'm, I can definitely appreciate both sides. Um, hmm. And I think I, I don't. I wouldn't say we're like in a in a perfect place right now, but I, I feel like given given where the game is right now, and given the fact that you know we're not necessarily getting everything else, I think this if if loot is the only thing that's going to keep people kind of playing, um, then just throw it at them for the time being, hmm. and I, then um, yeah, I, I could appreciate both sides as well. I mean, uh, the the fact that I said obviously I've played this game more than any other game was obviously that's my yeah. own fault. Nobody's forced me to sit and haul this game like I no, have. No, exactly. Done. Yeah. So obviously I've got the loot for that reason, but I I just the sort of psychopath in me quite enjoyed the grind of 1.3, but yeah, I can understand obviously people that haven't got as much time to play this game as as, as I've got. Yeah, no, I, I definitely know. All, I mean, but... I know what you mean. There's definitely there is definitely a nice thing about like grinding for like ages and ages and ages, and then finally getting that thing. I mean, like, I, you know, I'm a monster hunter player as well. I'm I'm used to like grinding the same monster over and over again until you get the part you need. And like, there's you can't beat that feeling, mm. right? Like when you get that item and you're just like, I mean, like I when um, Urban MDR first got added, like that's the only thing I was playing. I was playing survival time and time again for it. And I was literally like, at the end of my stream, I finally got it. And I was like, that was such a great feeling. So and I do, I do agree with you. Like if when loot is so plentiful, like you don't get that feeling as much. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it's a, uh, I think at the moment it's probably probably she kind of needs to needs to remain. If if like in one point seven or one point eight they added they decided to add like a load of new gear, um, it would be cool if there was sort of. I mean, I was I was always a fan of, and I appreciate this is something that there was always a divide in the community with. I was always a fan of gear coming from specific like events because you know as, as someone that used to play World of Warcraft, like if I want to get my raid gear, I raid. If I want to get my PvP gear, I go to the PvP arena, right? I I I don't personally like everything comes from everywhere. I've never been a fan of this because I just like, and, I, and again, I appreciate it. for people that don't have the time to play, then it's really cool because it means you play what you want to play and mm, you can get everything. Yeah. So I can completely mm. understand the value of it, but I do like it when there's like, you know, if I want to get a certain thing, I, I play a certain activity. I, I feel like it kind of incentivizes playing different things. Um, but again, given the timeline and given where we are with the game right now, I th- I'm completely cool with uh, everything comes from everywhere format. Um, <laughs> do you think there should be a gear score increase at any point? I think I feel like there needs to be. I, it's uh, I, I, <laughs> oh, I've dropped the mic. <laughs> I agree too much. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. No, no, I, I feel I get, again. Like I mean, people are gonna be like, "What?" But I mean, it needs to happen. I mean, you look at like the first update we had uh, most recently. It didn't have a gear score increase. Like it's probably like any any time. Like you know, I, I said before how I've I, I still play the division on a weekly basis, but I I slowed I've, I've slowed down. I don't play as much as I used to. And there was a guarantee that, like, every time a new update would come out, I'd, I'd at least invest X number of hours because I'd be like, not only would I be, I'd be checking out the new stuff, but I'm also actively gearing up and getting stuff again. The most recent update, like when when Last Stand came out, and like there was no gear score change, I it's, I think it's probably the one that I've played the least because I came out, I came in, I played Last Stand for a bit, and I was like, I don't need to gear up because I've got good gear sets already. 
Um, I don't need to play the new incursion. I don't need to do legendary missions. I don't. I don't need to do anything. And that um, the fact that I didn't need to do it didn't really incentivize me to play anything. So yeah, I, I feel like as much as people might might find it frustrating because they spent ages building stuff, without it, like honestly, because if if you look at like seasons, right, you think about if seasons is like let's assume for a second that we in worst case scenario we don't get battle royale, right, and we get seasons, which is just story missions in a playlist with a modifier. If there's no gear score change, are you honestly going to play that? Like, a lot. Probably not, right? But- can, 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 can I ask you, what, what are your thoughts? Do you think the fact that we didn't get a gear score increase um, with 1.6 was part of the reason that update failed? But before I go any further with that, like, I completely understand why they did it. Yeah, they yeah, obviously yeah. wanted everybody to play the legendaries. They wanted everybody to basically play the new stuff without grinding for it, which I can completely understand. Yeah, yeah. But do you think it basically killed that last update slightly? I feel like to a certain extent it did, yeah. I feel I feel like there was I mean, exactly to my point, the fact that I play it was the update that I played the least, right? It just there was there was no like real incentive to play anything beyond like there was the, you know, you you check out the new modes, but there was like like incursions, I've I've never been a huge fan of incursions. I, I definitely think the new one is the best incursion they've done. But again, like once I played it once I played through it, I was like, why do I need to replay it? Like, I don't I certainly don't need the gear from it. Um no. besides I could just go and jump in underground or I could just jump in anything or i could do like hvts which now drop stuff like it's christmas um so yeah i i, I feel like it's a i think the, the the difficulty division got into um because people to a certain extent are used to like you look at like again you, you look destiny with like with light level right when when everyone has to kind of like upgrade their light and like start again people kind of get used to it but the difference between destiny and division is that the gap between the updates was so much bigger in destiny so you'd have like you'd hit top of your light score and you'd be there for like three, six months, maybe even longer, right? Division, you know, the game came out in March and then what was it? The first update came out, was it like three months later or, or even even sooner than that, wasn't it? It was like yeah. really, really soon. It was off. like April. I know it was like, it was like March, April, May, and then it dropped to like August and things like that. And yeah, yeah I think I think we've had like four gear score updates that was, that, in the last year. Yeah, I think that was the problem. I think it was almost like, it was like mm-hmm. every single update. So it was like, you know, everyone that kind of jumped on at March and like was playing hardcore like us. Like we, we were there, fair enough. And we were kind of cool with it, but people that have got jobs and haven't necessarily got the time to kind of like um, invest in as much time as they want to, they might have only just hit that gear score cap. And then suddenly the update comes out like, oh, I've lost all my work. I've got to do it all over again. And then because the content was so rapid with Division, it was like there was so much stuff coming out and the gear score changes kept happening so frequently. I think people started to get really annoyed with them because they were just like, every time I feel like I've made progress, I've just lost it again. Whereas, so I think what they probably should have done in hindsight was like every other up- up- update changed the gear score. So you feel like you're... You're kind of settling in for a bit, and then you make ground. Um, but I, yeah, I think it needs to happen. I mean, if they if they're gonna if we're not gonna get any like substantial new content, then I need I need a reason to play. Like I will I, I I'm gonna tell you right now. Like if if the only thing that we have in 1.7 is like remix story missions, then I won't play it for a long a long time. So the only trouble the only that trouble is there is the exotics. Yeah, because people kind of yeah. want to keep their exotics. Oh, they could always bring in they could always bring in transmogrification yeah or like infusion infusion yeah 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 yeah, yeah, definitely i I agree with you there i I think maybe maybe just like just have it so you could do that with exotics so you can bring your exotics exotics Mm. with you like i don't mind grinding again for gear score for high ends i mean sure people might be a little bit annoyed if they've got like a really nice nicely rolled gear piece but it's what the game is right like you you're playing a losing game like you've got to deal with it so but i I agree with um yeah with exotics grinding out another mdr Oh no, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they could even make it so it's just something like, like they could even just like change it so that um, 
when a gear score increase happens, like all exotics just actually increase anyway. Oh, yeah. like, you wouldn't even need to infuse it. I mean, it would be like a simple, a surefire way to then mean that like if suddenly it jumps to like 300 or something, like then you've got a weapon to already boost you. So, um, mm. I mean, I, I'd be completely cool with that. Yeah. But I, th- I think, yeah, definitely, uh, just uh, definitely like a means to, because also the nice thing about the gear score thing as well, like that it, it kind of happens in the background that people don't necessarily always realize is like, the, when there is a gear score change and you're kind of you're trying to piece together new gear sets like when you're gathering pieces and you're just trying to sort of like throw on whatever you can for the time being people inherently try new things out just because they're piecing things together yeah and like you know we're, yeah. we're in a rut right now where everyone's like this is the gear set to use and i'm not going to bother changing it and why am i going to look for something else until until like a patch note comes out and they're like oh this has been nerfed and they're forced to change it but if they're yeah if a gear score comes out and like i suddenly i'm like oh the first thing i got was a I don't know, like a, a dead eye or a predator piece, and I'm like, I haven't used predator for a while. Let me just build up the set. Then you're like, oh, this is actually quite good. So I think it's I think it's a great move to do. So yeah, it needs to happen. I think. Yeah, definitely. No, I definitely agree. I'd like to see that come with um one point was it one point seven? Yeah, yeah. For I'd sure. like to see that come with seasons. But mm-hmm. we're, uh, obviously, we don't know what seasons is yet, so we'll have yeah. to wait and see. I guess. Uh, Luke, have you got anything you want to ask, man? Um, we've lost Stan, Derek's. Mm. Um, I know obviously previously you've said in other interviews or podcasts that you've um, not massively into PvP anymore. You started with PvP and then you've shifted yeah, into yeah. PvE, I believe. But if Massive were to come to you tomorrow and say, Arix, we need your help. Here are the keys to the studio. Please, please, please give us a brand new game mode for Last Stand. Mm. What would be your first idea? It would have to, it would have to be... Um... I think of, oh sorry yeah sorry last time I was in survival mode for anything. <laughs> I, I, I it, would, it would just have to be it would have to I'll just strip it back right I mean like I I I think I said this sort of like jokingly in passing uh, like when it first came out but there was truth to it last stand is not a PvP mode it's a PvE mode where you can PvP I mean I proved I yeah. proved when it came out that you can win the game without ever killing a player so it's like that's not a PvE so so like I would I would honestly I, I would strip out the NPCs I I think I think the um the base capturing thing is fine because that's a standard mode for PvP right like domination. It's quite cool. Yeah. I would literally strip out the NPCs and just be like, and shrink down the maps. The maps are too yeah. big, far too big. I mean, like for for six v six, like it's just it's. I I I never see people. I mean, that's partly why I fight NPCs. Like people were getting frustrated in the comments. I had like a video of me killing NPCs, and they're like, "Oh, I hate you, kind of people, because you don't go and help the team and kill people." I'm like, I'm helping the team because I don't need to kill people. I know how to play this mode. But um, no, yeah. If I if I were to do it, I would shrink it down drastically. Smaller maps, six v six. Um. Domination style game mode, still capture the points and no NPCs, and it would just literally be then. Then the PvP players would be like, "I want a PvP. I'm going here." Because let's mm-hmm. be honest, right? I know they put it in because they were like, "If you don't PvP, um, then there's still something you can do in last stand." But I still, I think, I think that approach is like it's not the right thing to do. I mean, you're 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 diluting so many modes. Like, like there's tons of PvP PvE content, right? If you if you want a PvE, you go in the open world. You've got missions. You've got incursions. You've got underground. You've got like pretty much everything you want to do. PvP guys, they have the dark zone, and even that isn't a dedicated thing, right? So like, let them have this one thing. Like, if you want a PvP, you play Last Stand. If you don't, just play something else, right? I'm, I'm and again, to be clear, I'm not saying they should change Last Stand as it exists right now. So for those, like, yeah, put in, put in an additional new, play yeah, mode. a new playlist. But yeah, the new playlist would be like condensed map, six v six, pure deathmatch, done. Or, 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 or rush in the underground. Oh. I would play that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would, I would definitely play that. I mean, that, yeah. It's something we keep uh, talking I've, about. I'm, on I'm here. trying to sell it to Massive. They, they, 
they will listen eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that that could definitely work. I mean, like you know, I I secretly like the underground. I I know it's like weirdly, I think it's the like most hated thing for a lot of people. Like I guess I think as a content creator, I like underground because it was like a quick way to jump in, record a video, and get some loot. And I was like, it, for a while, it was the fastest way to gear up. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I like I, I, rush I play, I play. and those maps. Just yeah, ideal. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah, you can even do things like capture the flag or like or capture the antivirus or something. Yeah. Just like just give it, give us modes, right? Give us like yeah, give us six v six TDM, give us rush, give us like domination, give us. I mean, because because all again, all of that is like it's it's, it's logic changes to the way the game is played, but fundamentally, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be many new assets. Like the only the only assets for a lot of these things will just be UI, right? Yeah. And I mean, you can get a UI designer to do that. So, and then, so I I'll say it again. I've spoke to Terry Spear myself. Yeah. Can we please have the ability if we get TDM to take eight players ourselves into the yes, last stand? Please, yes, not, yes, yes. Not randoms, not rando Calrissians. Let's let's take eight players ourselves of our choosing. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, before we go, um, we've asked all our guests anyway. I know you said previously what you think will be happening, roughly with uh, division sequel and things like that. Um, do you think we'll actually get? a sequel uh, or do you think we're more likely to get like a destiny-esque uh expansion destiny-esque. sometime next year or you know wh- what kind of time frame do you kind of see something happening if we do get um, something in the pipeline i mean i think i think realistically speaking i mean it's good it's gonna be i mean it, i think i think it'll be like a couple of years kind of thing i think i think in truth because i mean they've got a team of people that are kind of the the live team now right that are like working on the kind of 1.7 and they, we, we know that after 1.7 there's something else as well so i'm going to imagine that'll either be hopefully provided timelines work either the end of the year or the beginning of the following year. Um, so they're already not going to like, while they're trying to push this content, they're not going to even talk about whatever happens next. So I feel like at the absolute earliest, if, if they were working on a sequel, we'd probably see it like E3 next year. Because um, I think like, obviously Ubisoft have got titles to manage and stuff. And I think I think they're supposed to be showing off an Assassin's Creed this year. Didn't they say that? Because they delayed Assassin's Creed for like two years, didn't they? So um, that'll probably be their, yeah, they- their big kind of like, selling point thing this year so i don't think they want to like clash too much with different things i mean obviously i know they announced different things anyway but um you know when they when you think they've got like rainbow six going they've got like assassin's creed coming they've probably got other stuff they're working on so yeah i, I think i think if we we're gonna i think if we we're gonna get it uh, it would be like uh i mean because if, if they if they because if you look at the teams now i think it's i think it's reflections and Redstorm working on 1.7 and like 1.8 so i don't yeah think- it, it looks like Redstorm's basically taking the lead on what's actually happening in year two yeah it looks so, like. I, I know i know yannick and hamish are actually leading as well yeah, but uh, it does yeah, look yeah. like uh, the guys over at Redstorm. yeah so i think if, that, if that's the case then it probably means that the whole of massive is working on i know that massive is part of them working on the avatar game but like it then means that the studio, in the same way that Bungie works, like you know, like the, the live team was working on Age of Triumph, while the whole studio is working on Destiny Two. So they're probably off there doing stuff on Division Two, and then just like, yeah, it'll be, but it will probably be like, timeline wise, it's going to be at least like twenty nineteen. So yeah, because it took, no, it took five far, years right? to develop the first game, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That bloody Snowdrop engine. <laughs> Everyone talks about that downgrade. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, thank you so much for joining us right, um, no, on the show, man. Yes. It's been really awesome having you on. Uh, thank you for having me. Is, uh, guys, you got anything else you want to say before we go? No, just thank you. It's been, yeah, been real cheers. good fun. Oh, yeah, let's, um, let's, hope we get, let's hope we get that mode. Like, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please give yeah, us please. Give us the bat- battle royale. Give us everything. Yeah, I, I, I honestly think I, I want to try and push for this. Mm. Um, obviously, see what happens next week with announcements and things like that. Yeah. But it's definitely something 
I want to see I like myself push and see, obviously you're pushing it as well. So, you know, hopefully somebody at Massive or Redstorm or Reflections is listening. Here's us <laughs> and um yeah. yeah. It's pray. Anyway. Thank you guys. Bye bye. Echo playback complete. As always, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. Uh, I know we all did. We really enjoyed the conversation, you know, and actually having the chance to sit down with Alex. Um, I know Rob was a huge fan. It was kind of, uh, we, you're a bit starstruck because he plays a, a favorite game of yours as well. Yes, he does. The, the, the game that shall not be named. No. It's also Luke's stripper name as well. But that's, <laughs> I knew you were going to mention that. <laughs> That's 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 a subject for another time. Asshole. Uh, but yeah, I mean the 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 whole idea of the conversation, and you know, if you've listened, you know, it was basically trying to come up with come up with ideas or ways of making this change to survival added as easily as possible. Obviously, we you know, as we talked about in the episode, um, game programming isn't easy, but it was just trying to make changes to survival with, you know, using the minimum assets that are probably actually available to the, you know, the live team at the minute, because hopefully the majority of the team is working on uh, the division two. We can only hope, I guess, but yeah. Um, any thoughts before we go guys? Well, that, that that's the main reason why we spoke to Eric's about this, isn't it? Because he's got that background, like he used to work yeah. for Microsoft. So yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of hope it came across in the interview that we're not hating on survival either, because I, I know genuinely two of us here really, really enjoy the game mode, don't yeah. you? I so, may have been hating on it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that, that's the other thing as well. We we don't want to change survival as in take it out and get mm. rid of it. Yeah. Um, we, we, you know, the, there's another mode there that has potential. Um, you know, they, they're, they're asking for additional modes for like Last Stand and things like that on the forums. Um, you know, we're not going to the ETF. So this was, um, I, I guess, kind of a preempt, but it was also, this is what we'd like to do with um, survival and make, you know, Battlegrounds and DZ's all been blowing up and survival has the potential to be that and to be, I wouldn't say better, but to be played in a different way. It's, it's an um, addition rather than a replacement, yeah. isn't it? Let's... I think, I think the only thing I will say before we go is um, it didn't really cover it with skills, but the, I think by taking skills out of um, the game, it's not the division, if you know what I mean. I, I can't remember how much we actually covered it. But I just want to say that, you know, that's the one thing um, I would take away is, you know, the minute you start taking certain things out, out of it, it isn't the division. So, we you know, we don't want to go down that road, but definitely... There's very minor changes that could actually make this happen. Mm. Are we going to yeah, like? I agree. Are we going to do something like a survey that supports this episode? Maybe. Yeah. So basically, to go hand in hand with this episode, we will be launching a. We're not going to call it a petition. Uh, we're we're going to call it a community show of hands. I don't know if you. I don't know if you like that. <laughs> um, but it's basically to show the division developers. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a show of hands here, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully in a positive way that players and the community would like to have this game mode added you know i know Arix, if he get, gets the chance to go to the etf uh we don't know if he's actually going at, at this moment in time um he's definitely going to bring it up um but i'm you know i think he's going to support this as well so if you are listening um please help support this cause i guess 
by completing and sharing the survey in as many places as you can as possible. And that would be awesome because I think survival is a really good mode on the game. But not a lot of people have time to play it and having something like a battle royale mode that lasts about 30 minutes. You know, most people jump on for about 30 minutes and it, it could just be so freaking awesome if we can get this to happen or just show the people at Massive that, you know, the community wants this, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, just in, another huge thank you to Arix for joining us and taking the time out of your busy schedule, man. Um, I know my, we all enjoyed it and um, we'd love to have you back on in the future. That being said, where can the listeners find us, guys? Uh, you can find us at Sitra Radio on Twitter or at Sitra Radio Rob or at Sitrep Luke um, on the Twitters and then at Sitra Radio on Facebook. Uh, send any questions to us at SitRepRadioPod at gmail.com or tweet at us with the hashtag Sit, Team SitRep, sorry, as we're all affiliated to that hashtag. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in there as well. Um, yeah, send us some questions. If you have anything you want us to talk about on the show at all, you know, send us an email or hit us up on Twitter. That'd be awesome. Or we do have a Discord as well. Jump in there. We are always available for your questionable Or needs. join us on, on Twitch because we're all streaming quite a lot recently. Yeah. Awesome streaming content of us dying in survival regularly. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm going to jump in there as well and say that the sit rep speed challenge is back this week. We are doing Broadway Emporium. Another limited edition sit rep coffee mug is available to the winner with the fastest time. So get at that. The deadline is 10 p.m. GMT on Sunday, the 14th of May. So yeah, you've got plenty of time to get on that. So. Please get involved. Tweet either myself, Sitrep Luke, Sitrep Radio Rob, or Sitrep Radio Pod with your times. And if you claim to have the fastest time, we need video proof. That's it. That's literally all it is. Are we saying we need the hashtag in with that tweet as well? Because I have noticed that has been slipping a little bit in the past couple of weeks. It's helpful if the hashtag is involved. It's hashtag Sitrep Speed Challenge, but it's, I don't think it's a rule breaker. As long no. as one of us is tagged in no, it, we, we, we sort of feed back to each other, don't we, so? Uh, before we go any further, any tips for that mode? Because I did see Shadow, who was our previous winner, it was basically saying um, requirements for start and stop time. So the minute you go through the door on the mission? Well, on Broadway Emporium, there is no door. So what we've said is, as you cross the threshold of where the mission text is, so... Broadway Emporium and World Tier 5 hard mode, et cetera, et cetera. That's when you start and you, you stop literally when the words mission completed appear on screen. And, right, and that's yep. it. The rest of the mission is is how you choose to play it. Uh, any tips for actually getting through the mission? Because I think he just said basically run through it, wasn't it? I think like his tip for the previous one was predators because you can use less bullets and let the NPCs bleed out. But I, he did say he was going to try his quote-unquote, super alpha build this time around. So, I mean, from personal experience, I've, I've run it twice and managed to shave off a minute and a half between my first run and my second run. This, this one is very much learning the mission in where to go and which area to look for the uh, contaminated dollar bills. So that's, yeah. that's where you're going to save most of your time. I think it's just practice and repetition. But. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we've seen some uh, good rivalry so far. 
and it's only been about 24 hours so definitely jump on that speed chance guys as we go to press it is five minutes and 54 that is the current fastest time but that's oh, obviously going to change over the weekend crap. yeah so if, you right? think you, if, if you think you can beat that get on it guys Anyway, you can find Sitbit Radio Pod on any of the following platforms. Um, iTunes and Apple Podcasts on iOS devices. Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Overcast, Stitcher, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, RSS Feeds. And please rate, view and subscribe to the podcast while you're there. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. As always, make sure you check out Match This Buttons over on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. And... Please check out some of the other podcasts that are a part of our Mash Those Buttons family. Uh, I know the Overwatch podcast is pretty damn awesome. Uh, the FTC podcast is doing really well at the minute. They're waiting for, what is it, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom to drop. And obviously, In Orbit is going to be covering all the latest news on Rob's favorite game, Division uh, Division 2? Tw- uh, Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. Screwed up. And don't forget, yes. you can uh, also check out the episodes on YouTube. Yep, including the one you've just listened to, and that will be put up with some sweet footage, won't it, Rob? Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Confidence over there. (laughs) I love it. Anyway, as always, thank you for listening, agents, and we will catch you in the division. Bye-bye.